0: Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve
1: from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn
0: more. Now, back to our show.
2: and welcome to fit news today. I have a special guest, Helen Pomeroy, and she is joining me today to chat yoga. Helen is a yoga teacher and a yoga therapist based out of Cambridge, England. And yoga has been a part of Helen's life since her teens, and she has adapted her practice to support her through her career in finance, motherhood, and guess what, ladies, now menopause. Helen has worked as an accountant in London as, and has been teaching yoga since 2015. She is a qualified yoga therapist as well, and she believes that there is a style and approach to yoga for everyone. It is a lifelong practice that enhances your well being and helps you to enjoy other activities in life. Helen works with clients one to one and teaches small group classes. Typically, her clients have health conditions or injuries and prefer a therapeutic tailored approach to their sessions, or they might just prefer a private yoga session. Her approach is to help her clients find more awareness and ease in their body and develop a yoga practice that fits into their lifestyle. Helen enjoys keeping fit, and she includes strength training and cardio in her schedule and enjoys playing tennis and badminton. She encourages her clients to enjoy a variety of exercise and is a qualified yoga sports coach. Helen is joining us today to share how yoga can not just be for everyone, but also for every body. Helen, welcome today to Fit News. One question before we get started, because I know many of my listeners are probably very familiar with what a yoga teacher is and maybe, you know, have Enjoyed a yoga class here or there? Can you explain before we get started what a yoga therapist would do?
1: Yes, of course. Um, yoga therapy is using the tools from yoga, and you're able to apply it in any situation with a client. So you might not be teaching a yoga pose; you'll be working with a client might have an injury, might have Parkinson's disease, and you work out a way to to give them the movement to help them way of connecting through the whole body so they can just feel more at ease um, whatever whatever they need but you're not actually teaching a yoga class you're working with the client to improve their awareness to help them move out of pain or into relaxation quite a broad
2: no but but it, it seems very practical in terms of number one helping people get out of pain but number two is is I don't want to say it isn't structured because it is structured but it's not Um, structured in a class manner because it would be more personal
1: yes it's it it's almost like two different professions in a way um with with yoga therapy quite a few massage therapists some physiotherapists who who might have a, a basic qualification in yoga but they're drawn more into the therapeutic side mixing yoga with the, what they can offer, and for me, I was bringing more of my yoga experience and being able to use it in a therapeutic way,
2: and understand how to do that, to understand how to read someone's body. Right, and a lot of your clients, I know we had spoken before uh, before this, um, but you you mentioned that a lot of them are via Zoom, and so you don't necessarily have to be in the same room as your client.
1: Yes, um, really. Since the pandemic, it changed everything. And Zoom is amazing. You can have a really close connection with your, your client, working one to one. Obviously, teaching yoga online on Zoom is is really um, straightforward. But also teaching one to one, if I just changing the camera angle, you can you can still see what's happening in that person's body, how they're responding, following the breath with the way they're moving.
2: Yeah. And how have you found um, yoga to help as you, you know, enter menopause and beyond? How has yoga played a role in in your health and also your clients health?
1: I, I think we, we have so many things thrown at us as we enter menopause. It's not just one thing. People right. think, people outside of menopause think it's just a hot flush. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> it's
1: not like that. It's a transition and the rest of our life is right. then working with this change. So yoga gives you such a wide range of tools. I mean, you, you might need to relax, but you might need something active. I think there's quite often there's a lot of inflammation in the body. During the transition um, through menopause. So you can just work quite gently with, with anything that, that comes. So it's so a relaxation, more awareness, breathing, really understanding your breath,
2: how you react. What have you found that helps your clients the most? Like, what are most women that you are working with, dealing with, and how have you been able to help them?
1: A lot of clients start to develop exhaustion because they're trying to do too much and they're coming to a yoga class and that's yet another thing that they feel they need to do and actually to be able to ask my clients to get comfortable to lie down and just really connect with how they're really feeling not what their brain is telling them they need to be doing at that time and just giving them that quiet space
2: to check in right that really seems to to help relax people. And, and are there things that women who, you know, maybe aren't familiar with yoga, you know, they might have um, some type of predisposed thinking about what yoga is? What could you say to get them over that hurdle or, you know, like, oh, yoga's not for me or I can't relax or my body doesn't move like that or, um, you know, any of those types of, of thinking? Because I know, you know, maybe a lot of women are like, oh, I just don't think I could do that or, you know, what do I need it for or any of those types of thoughts? Well, I, I think it's
1: not about yoga pose. They're just tools. And we do the right yoga pose for our body. And there are so many variations, but it's a movement. It's almost it's a movement practice with awareness. And we can all do that. And we all feel better. There are days we we might not want to go for a run, or we might have been for a run, we still need to do something else. So just just taking that time. And again, you you do what suits you. It's quite empowering. You you find out where you want you might want to improve balance, you might want to improve strength, you might want to improve mobility in certain areas. We can all do that. And that's where yoga can be a tool, which we can then use to help us do all the other things that we want. It's like a checking in point.
2: Let's let's talk a little bit more about the importance of um, of breath work first. Um, I want to get to the mobility because we know the importance, especially as we age, uh, the importance of mobility. But let's talk about how yoga and breath work can work into our day and maybe um, you know, maybe go over if there is um, some type of tool that, you know, to get started that a beginner who doesn't really know anything about breathwork, maybe you could share something um, to help them to get started. But I guess let's first start with why is it important? Like, why do we need to pay attention to breathwork? And why do we need to add that? And then how do we add that?
1: Yeah. So I mean, if we're, if we're tense, we're not breathing very deeply. we shallow breathe. And that adds more tension. Um, and we're, we're then not using the full capacity of our lungs. So we become, the muscles stop moving as fluidly. So we, we get very tense, adds tension to the shoulder. It's very easy, especially, I mean, an example would be if you're, you're scrolling through on your phone, quite often you don't breathe when you do that. So even a simple thing like taking a pause and just checking in, am I actually breathing? Right. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm holding my breath.
2: Well, and that's so, interesting because if you think about how often are you really just sitting there scrolling on your phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, um, so, So checking in with the breath. And, of course, we can breathe. We've got so much more of our capacity, the lungs to, to use and all of the accessory breathing muscles as well. So we can start to breathe perhaps more into the ribs and become aware of the way the belly moves when we breathe as well. So I might um, I often start my yoga classes asking people to lie down on the floor in constructive rest. So lying in a comfortable position, knees bent, the feet flat on the floor. And then just starting just with the hands on the belly And as you breathe, you just feel the rise and fall of the belly. And then I really like to take the hands up to the lower ribs. And again, taking some time there just to observe the sensation as you breathe with your awareness on the ribs and then hands up to the upper part of the chest. So you just
2: tune in to longer, deeper breaths. Great. And And then... When we're doing, it, what about like throughout our day? I know you mentioned, um, you know, when we're on our phone or you know just scrolling mindlessly to yeah. take a minute. Are there other times throughout the day that you know you recommend we take a pause or how do we know when we need to take this pause? Yes. I think it has to become habit when
1: you feel that you're really tense. yeah, knotting up in the chest. And right. Exhalation is very relaxing. Okay. Part of the breath. So as you become more aware of your breath, you can perhaps lengthen your exhalation and that can be more soothing for the system. Okay. Okay. And let's I like, a regular check-in is is good. Like, am I breathing? How am I breathing? <laughs> am I clenching my jaw?
2: Right, right. And you know, and I would imagine that as we are going through our day, or you know, maybe we're in a stressful situation, or maybe we're, you know, we could be driving in the car or in traffic or something that would probably be, um, you know, definitely also a time to take a pause and check in. And then notice how you're feeling after you check in and do start to implement some of the breathing um yes. techniques.
1: I think it can be very simple, just that simple check-in, taking a few, Take it sitting down or standing. Just taking a few breaths, where you just slow the breath down and just see how you feel. It's Mm -hmm. quite good if you've got to make a phone call, if you're phoning and you're (laughs) a little tense. Let's say phoning the utility company. Just taking. Your breaths. We've been doing a bit of that recently. <laughs> Calming down first. But my son is taking exams this week. Yeah. I mean, he's a teenager, so he's not necessarily going to listen to me. But I've been right. just trying to say to him before I used to go to an exam, I would take a few slow breaths, and that just calms the system. It unlocks your brain. You can then start to think a little. It doesn't right. have to be more complicated.
2: Well, and that's just, I think, in so many things that we do in life, we do. We tend to overcomplicate them and we forget about the simple things that we can do that really have a profound effect on our overall health. And something as simple as breathing, you know, we think, oh, I breathe every day. I breathe without thinking, right? But we also do tense up and hold our breath, as you said, without thinking.
1: Yeah. And it becomes a habit and you don't right. even realize you're doing it. So the little check ins. Mm-hmm way to just observe what you do. And then you might start to break that habit, you might start to become aware of how you feel when you're very tense, and you might not be breathing. And you might think, actually, I need to just calm down and take a few nice, easy breaths.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, Let's talk, let's move into the mobility um, aspect of yoga. And how as we age, you know it's important to stay mobile, um, and some things that we can do throughout the day, or either to start our day or end our day, depending where you're you're starting
1: from. I have one lovely client who has an arthritic hip, and we've been talking about even before she gets up, she just does a little mobility in bed, just um, perhaps pointing, flexing her toes, circling ankles, a little ro- making a little rotations. And just taking simple movements before she gets up just to get the circulation going. I think a physio would probably recommend a similar approach. Um, Mm -hmm. And then if you find yourself sitting at a desk all day working, you need to take breaks. We all know this. But if you're in that sort of forward position, um, leaning over a keyboard, you perhaps need to come back to a more neutral position and and take a few stretches. It can be, again, that simple checking in. You could combine that with your, your breath.
2: Right. Exactly. You know, and I think, you know, you, you mentioned the circling of the ankles and the pointing and flexing of the feet. And I, you know, I try to do that daily because I think that is something that is so overlooked that if we can keep that mobility in those ankles, because everything starts from the ground up and with something so simple as just rolling our, you know, ankles one way, roll them the other direction point and flex before getting out of bed. The difference that it makes when you step out of bed is it, it, it's huge yet it's something that's so simple. And I, which again, going back to the simple things being overlooked or being thought of as, um, you know, oh, that's not a difference maker, but really, it's all those little things that end up being the difference makers. Yeah. don't you
1: think? Oh, absolutely and at the start of a yoga class you might be bringing the knees into the line on the floor bringing the knees into chest in and out and then circling the knees that's just mobilizing the joints and you're just moving in a, in a full range of movement that, that is suitable for you but um, without putting any weight through it's just that gentle mobilizing that gentle warming up and you can do the same with the hands as well fingers circling fingers rolling through the wrists, just simple right. movements, right? And shoulders, I mean, it, you just work through the body. And that's right. really what we do in a warm up, I'm, I'm sure between before an exercise class, but also in a yoga class, and that can be a mini yoga practice. It doesn't have to be a pose.
2: Right. And I love that. <laughs> and I, I think that's just it. I think you just I there, you just nailed it. Yoga doesn't have to be a pose, you don't have to be in tree pose, right? In order to be or downward dog, or or you know, or or um, anything else, in order for it to be considered yoga or a yoga practice.
1: Yes, I I consider yoga as awareness practice, an awareness practice, and you're the, the, the poses are a tool that you can bring other movements in, you're moving. With awareness, thinking what you're doing and, and letting the breath creep in with that as well. So if you're bringing your knees into chest, in and out, you might be exhaling as the knees come in, inhaling as the knees move away. And that's just very soothing because you, you're you moving with the breath and it's gentle, mobilizing through the joints. And it, it just sets you up for whatever else you want to do. But At least you're doing something which is very simple and, and accessible.
2: Right. Right. And I think, and and that's just it. Simple. It's accessible. And it, you know, it's only going to improve the quality of your life on a daily basis. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, as you said, you know, pose and it doesn't have to be complicated. No,
1: No, I enjoy the easier pose. I, when I, when I started practicing yoga, it was a challenge, and it's fun. It is fun to get into a pose. It's fun to do a balance and to right. wobble. So I'm not saying not to do that, but right. when I think about how I feel when I come out of a yoga class myself, if I've been to one which is just super easy movements, focusing on the breath, little movements, I feel amazing afterwards. So obviously you, you pick what you want on the day, and that's part of awareness. Right. but You can't feel good with something quite gentle.
2: Yeah. You know, you just brought up um, something else that I want to chat about, and that's balance. So let's talk about um, yoga and balance and the benefits of, especially as we age, working on our balance, because we know that, um, you know, the risk of falls because Mm of bad balance increases as we age. So how can yoga in particular help um, with balance as we age? Uh, It's really
1: important, and I've been um, writing. I've got a blog. I've written recently about osteoporosis, and of course, that's something you need to be aware of. And low bone—not even osteoporosis, but osteopenia, low bone density. So yoga can really help there by helping you improve your balance. And again, it's not holding a balance necessarily perfectly. It's—I think it's about finding balance, and that's where you're adjusting. Your, your foot, let's say, to working through the ankle to find the balance. And it's lovely once you've found it, and you think, oh, thank goodness, I'm there. <laughs> but all the work is being done as you learn to find balance. A client of mine enjoys running. She has a lot of running, and she tripped over a branch as she was coming back. Oh, these things always happen when you're close to home. But, you know, right. that This amazing run. But she said she was able to find balance, and she really put it down to the work we've been doing In our yoga lessons, because she said in the past, she would have just fallen over, but she was able just to to find that balance,
2: not to panic. And she was fine. Right. That's where yoga can help. Good. Oh, that's such a great story. Especially, I mean, especially as you brought up the whole osteoporosis and osteopenia, you know, the the risk of injury, not just risk of fall, but the, the risk of injury in particular, as we age, really, really grows.
1: Yeah, so obviously all the strength training we do, um, and that that will all help prevent Mm -hmm. osteoporosis, but also improving our balance is so important. Even if we don't have osteoporosis, still having a fall is not good. And it's something we need to keep working on. And you can challenge yourself as well. So you could be in a balance the moment you find it easy. If you find tree pose easy, then you can start adding some arm variations in. So you're challenging yourself. And then if you find it even that really easy, you want to move dynamically, you might move move from sort of one pose into tree pose. So a simple warrior one step forward and into tree pose. So you start just moving a little more dynamically and challenging yourself and finding balance as you do that.
2: Is there, um, I know we talked about, you know, yoga doesn't have to be a pose, but is there a pose that you find um, yourself doing daily? I uh, probably construct a pose and legs up the (laughs) wall. They're my favorites. That's perfect. But my my sort of
1: go-to is warrior one, where you have one foot forward, the other foot back, and arms extended. I think if you've been working at a desk for a long time, standing up is good, raising the arms. is is good. And you get that little stretch into the front of the hip flexor. And that's my go-to and I always include it in my classes and you can do lots of variations. Okay. So your arms act as a cactus arm position and
2: you can just change it up. And that's my sort of go-to to to start with. Okay, good. Um, But you did mention legs up against the wall, which is another very, um, it's a great pose. And, you know, it is another pose that is really available to, any level
1: yes yes you make yourself comfortable and if your hamstrings are tight you don't have to put the legs straight up against the wall you can move a little way from the wall mm-hmm. and you can even put your um, calves on a chair and sort of be still have the thighs up but the calves are on the chair if, you, if right. you find that's really uncomfortable for the hamstrings
2: there's so many benefits to that pose
1: yes and lots of different ways to work there you just find a way that's comfortable and relax into it. And again, it's a lovely opportunity, perhaps hands on the belly and just coming back into the breath and slowing down the exhalations
2: and relaxing. Yes. Helen, is there anything else that you think we missed talking about or that you'd like to add to the conversation I that we missed? It's just such a wonderful
1: tool to have. We- right, I think it's it's great to do a variety of movement of exercise, and there's so much that you can get from yoga. It doesn't have to be an intense class. It can be ten minutes at home, just a yoga snack. It doesn't have to be a, a long a long practice. It can right. be whatever you want it to be. So
2: yeah, just just adding it in there with consistency. And not worrying about, you know, oh, I have to get to that class that's 30 minutes or or whatever it might be. I think, I think that's Im- important to, um, you know, that's an important message to send home that, again, whatever fits into your schedule and that you will be consistent with is what's going to benefit you the most. Yeah. Well, if our um, listeners want to follow you and um learn more about your practice and the services that you offer where would they find you helen
1: i'm on instagram as helen Pom yoga and i have a website um helenpomeroyoga.com and i have a newsletter that people could subscribe to or they can just have a browse through the website and that's got a bit more that i've put about my thoughts on yoga
2: Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you, Helen, so much for your time today. We appreciate you joining us for Fit News and sharing your knowledge on yoga and all things yoga with us.
1: It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.